Well, let's turn to, um, well, I'm going to use a couple scriptures here. Malachi chapter 3, uh, verse 7 through 15, as we worship the Lord with our giving. Also, Isaiah 32, 8, and uh, I'll probably just base it out of 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7 says, Therefore, as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and in your love to us, see to it that you abound in this grace also. What grace is he talking about? It's actually the grace of giving and the grace of receiving. And so if you're going to receive from God, you're going to do it by faith. In other words, the way you access the grace of God is by faith. Ephesians uh, 2.18, by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Lest anyone should boast. In other words, we're all on the same playing field here. And it's because of the grace of God. And when you believe in the goodness and the grace and the mercy of God, that God did everything necessary for you to receive a new life in Christ Jesus, well, how do you, how do, you do that? Well, you believe it in your heart, which is an act of faith. And so as you abound in every kind of faith, uh, literally it doesn't say Uh, thing is not in the original it says therefore as you abound in every faith so there's faith in many arenas of your life and sometimes people have faith for certain things and they don't have faith for other things in other words they believe certain things they have seen and tested and seen that the lord is good in certain areas but they don't maybe they weren't even aware in other areas that the lord is good in that area i'll let you in a little secret god is good in every single area (laughs) Sometimes we just don't, we didn't know that's available, right? Didn't know that area was available. So Isaiah 32, 8 says, I'm going to read Amplified, but the noble, open-hearted, and liberal man devises noble things, and he stands for what is noble, open-hearted, and generous. New Living says, but generous people plan to do what is generous, and they stand firm in their generosity, So we know chapter 9 of 2 Corinthians talks about he that sows generously will reap how? Generously. In other words, the way that you reap generously is you sow generously. So uh, conversely, the way you reap sparingly is you sow sparingly. Uh, But don't let anybody think you got pressure to give because God loves a cheerful giver. Everyone should give as he purposes in his heart. So not as I purpose in my heart for you to give or your neighbor purposes in their heart to give. You know, uh, uh, up in Michigan, the pastor there, one of the things I love that he did during the time of worship in the Lord with giving is he'd say, now everybody take your purse or your wallet and hand it to the person next to you and give the way you've always wanted to. (laughs) Just give freely. Freely you have received. Freely give. (laughs) Kind of makes you think, doesn't it? So... (laughs) it is the one with the generous heart that devises generous things. In other words, you're looking for ways to be generous. How can I be generous? How can I increase in my giving? How could I give more? Well, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 that God is the one who gives seed to the sower. So in other words, in order to have seed, you're going to have to sow. God gives seed to the sower. And uh, he will multiply your seed sown. So if you're a sower, he actually will give you seed to sow. I have tasted this and tested this. And this is, you know, when you're sowing to the work of God and to, uh, through your church, 
through ministries, but also on an individual basis. I mean, it's amazing. You sow and uh, seed always comes into your hand. And you have seed to sow. Praise the Lord. And sometimes it comes into your hand. you got to say, Lord, is this, is this for food or is this for seed? Is this for food or is this for seed? And, um, wow. I'm not going to say particulars, but Melody just experienced a tremendous testimony along these lines. And uh, somebody had blessed her with quite a bit. And the Lord said, that's seed. That's not for you to eat. That's seed. And so she sowed that seed. And when she sowed that seed... I actually, you don't always find this out, but I found out later, oh my goodness, there was such a need that someone had that, that we had no idea, and it enabled uh, amazing ministry in their life, amazing provision in their life, uh, just, just what an opportunity. As you have opportunity, as you see the opportunity, you do good. Well, it's, if you don't have a generous heart, you're not going to do that. You're going to kind of be like, well, yeah, but, but, but I need that. Well... Faith is believing that the word of God is true for you. And so if you believe that he actually gives seed to the sower and you sow the seed and he multiplies the seed, what does that do in your heart? Well, you can freely give. But if you believe like this is where the provision of God ends. I mean, he came through this time, but I don't know if he can ever do it again. Well, you wouldn't say that because you're like, uh, most people believe in the ability of God and God has all of this ability. But you say, maybe I'm not positioned to receive. Well, the same way you have to have faith to give, you really have to have faith to receive. Faith in what? Well, there's a grace for giving. Like, how could I ever give so financial money? He calls money seed in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. How could I ever do that? that that's, a, that's a big deal to me, right? Uh, that could be a big deal in your mind if you've never done it. And uh, your, your mind sometimes will hold you out of the blessing of God because reason says that doesn't make sense. Uh, a lot of things that the Lord says and has declared and has done don't make sense to the natural thinking person or what the Bible calls the natural mind. Actually, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that they're foolish the things of the kingdom are foolishness to the natural mind. They cannot be discerned by the natural mind because they're only discerned spiritually. So really you have to have a relationship with the Lord and to have a relationship with the Lord, you have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, so you yield to the Spirit of Christ and he, he shows and reveals these things. And so every man as he purposes in his heart, let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity. Like, well, I got to do this. I guess this is, my, this is my duty. Well, you're not really going to be blessed that way. And God wants you blessed because 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 says that you always, say always, always. having all sufficiency, say all sufficiency, all sufficiency. In, all things, in all things, may abound to every good work. Well, what does that mean? Well, one of the things that that means is He's saying, I don't want you to give so that you don't have enough to take care of all of your needs. On the contrary, he said, I'm going to, because the verses before is where he talks about multiplying your seed. He said, I'm going to give you seed, and then I'm going to multiply that seed that you plant so that you always have 
all sufficiency, everything, every need is supplied, so much so that you can give into every good work. That you see like, oh, that's a good work. They're doing a good work. I, I want to sow into that. And so this is God's method of getting you involved in his work that he wants to do through his heavenly kingdom on earth. Like, like what he's doing. And we get to be involved. But you really have to activate your faith in receiving as much as you have to activate your faith in sowing. Because it takes faith to receive just like it takes faith to sow. Where do you get faith? From the Word of God. So in other words, you need to have scriptures that you base your actions on. The cool thing about having scriptures that you base your acts on or your actions on is the Word of God is eternal. It actually goes beyond every bit of this natural world. It will endure forever, the Bible says. So if you base what you do on what God has said in His Word, huh, the seed is guaranteed. You sow sparingly, it's guaranteed you reap sparingly. But you sow generously, it's guaranteed you reap generously. So generously do you reap that you can actually have every one of your needs met and have plenty left over to give into every good work. This is not what Tim says. This is what the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthian church. And that applies to every church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's actually just one big church. It's not the church in the book of Acts and then the anchor church. We are part of the church of the book of Acts. Amen, a gospel church. So uh, we thank the Lord that he is our source and he's our supply. But we get uh, the word of God and we stand upon the word of God that we are generous sowers. Therefore, we reap generously. So you, you sow seed and thoughts come like, well, well, I sure needed that for something else. <laughs> well, just don't let those thoughts just be the last word in your mind. Overcome those thoughts with what God said in his word, and then put that in your mouth. And say, wait a second. I know it seems like this is decreasing me, but God said this is actually increasing me. And not just a, a little bit. He actually said this is multiplying. So it has to be at least double. You can't just say like 25% more. That's not multiplication. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you give seed to the sower, that you provide all of our needs, that we're well able to give, to sow into your kingdom, your work. And Father, we thank you that it affects us. It affects our heart. We have a heart for the lost. We have a heart for those who are still bound who are distressed. Father, we thank you that it is for freedom that you set us free. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to sow a seed into your kingdom. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to support the spread of the gospel for increase, not only in our church, but in your church, in your family. And your message. In Jesus' name, amen.